is the Imperfect Dad MD podcast where I'm helping dads like myself embrace their parenting imperfections and rediscover what it means to be a dad in the 21st century. Hello and welcome. This is the Imperfect Dad MD podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and this is episode number one. Um, I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Hope you're here to, you know, listen and, and hopefully get something out of this. Some of you may be wondering what this podcast is all about and what does the Imperfect Dad title mean. When you look at being a parent, um, there, there's not a lot of good rules out there. There's not a lot of good um, guidelines and, and ways to do it, uh, either being a mom, being a dad, married couples, single couples, divorced couples. It's it's not easy uh, being a parent. And uh, I think it's really easy for all of us to, to judge ourselves in terms of how we are as a parent, how we're handling our kids and, and those kind of things. And when it comes down to being an imperfect parent, and especially a dad in that regard, it's not always easy to embrace that imperfection. We, I feel like in life we are trained to um, see failure as a bad thing, and we don't see it as what it's meant to be. And, and failure is really is a is a stepping stone for growth. You know, when you see our kids and you see how they are constantly changing and constantly learning new skills and new tasks every day, they would not be able to do that without failure. And I think as parents, we sometimes forget that uh, we're, we're constantly learning, we're constantly growing. And if you don't uh, embrace that failure and see it for what it is, it's really hard to move forward in life. So the big question is, you know, what is this podcast? What's the point of it? And the purpose of this podcast uh, is to help other dads like myself uh, embrace those imperfections of parenthood. Embrace the the times we fail and the times we know we screwed up. Um, and don't look at them and, and judge ourselves and feel bad about ourselves, but to take those imperfections and, and really grow and really help ourselves, maybe help our spouses, help our kids uh, grow with us. And so... You know, I think in the 21st century, our, our role as dad has changed. If you look back at our parents and the parents before them, the, the father figure really had a different uh, meaning than it does nowadays. And, and that's changed for a bunch of different reasons, for all really good reasons. Um, but with it, there's there's really isn't a a roadmap to, to take to get to where we need to be with it. And so I think... There's a lot that we can learn from each other as parents. I know we all have different backgrounds, different ways we were raised, and um, that really influences how we become a father, uh, seeing how our parents were, seeing how uh, our coaches acted, seeing how our teachers, teachers acted. That really changes a lot of who we are from a young age and what our mindset is of being or what that father role really is in our lives. So a little background about myself, if you're not familiar with who I am, I am a pediatrician, board certified pediatrician. Um, I've been at it now for about seven years, and I see a lot of families who come in um, from different wakes of life, and when you see them, they're obviously uh, not always prepared to be a parent. You know, we, we have these mindsets of what being a parent really is, and then once you finally get thrown into it, it's uh, it's a little different than what we planned, and so... You know, I've worked with a lot of families and a lot of parents and, and especially a lot of dads, too, and, and helping kind of embrace that fatherhood side of things and and learning from maybe mistakes that I've made as a parent. You know, I have two boys. Um, they're wonderful. They're great, but they're not always easy. Um, and I think my wife will agree with you or agree with me that um, that it's being a parent's not always easy. And so I, I think with my background, being in pediatrics, being a father, being a husband, um, I, I have a lot of 
life lessons that I feel are may be able to help other people. Now, with that, my situation is totally different from everyone else's. And I think that's always a hard part, too, is we like to compare ourselves to, to the rest of the people around us. So, you know, with this podcast, my hope is that um, we'll cover some topics like basic parenting topics. How do we do better at home with our kids? Um, there's going to be some topics on mindset. How do we do better with ourselves? You know, we, we do a really good job as parents focusing our kids sometimes and helping them learn to deal with stressful situations and those kind of things. But we always tend to put ourselves on the back burner. And I think that's really important that we we don't do that um, and that we take care of ourselves just as much as we take care of our kids. And the other aspect, though, too, is, you know, everybody's, got, like I said before, everybody's got a different life situation. And so part of this podcast as well is I'm going to be interviewing dads from different wakes of life. You know, their kids may be different ages. Um, they may be married. They may be single. They may be divorced. There, there's a lot of different ways to be a dad out there. And I don't want anybody to feel like that I'm saying my way is the only way because it's definitely not. I've, I've definitely learned that when you when you see as many families as I have um, in pediatrics, you, you learn very quickly that not ever there isn't one set cookbook to being a, a parent i know it's kind of funny whenever i meet new families they will ask me what my favorite parenting book is to recommend and uh, my answer is always the same i don't have one and that's because there's just really not one set book that's going to give you all the information you can get little tidbits from here and there but it's, you're never going to get the same the right or all the information from one book and so and that's the same way when you talk to friends and families and things like that, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you're a parent, um, you've gotten a lot of advice from people and sometimes it works and sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with your situation. And so, you know, I, I hope that this podcast can be one resource of many resources to help you as a father feel like you're doing better. But again, I'm not meaning for you to be perfect. And, you know, none of us are perfect. And, and that's a big part, too, is, is recognizing our own imperfections. And I think I struggled with that a lot as a dad early on. You know, I, it's funny, in pediatrics, everybody assumes you know everything there is to know about being a parent. You know, it wasn't uncommon that early on, um, some of my wife's friends or even patients, when they would come in, they would say, oh, you must be so lucky. You're married to a pediatrician. You, you know, you got all, if you have questions, you can just go to him. And I, and I kind of look at them and I'm like, well, yeah, if I need to intubate my kid, um, or if I need to treat him for an ear infection, sure, I know how to do that. But I, I haven't been trained on, you know, how to handle a toddler screaming in the, the aisles at, you know, the local grocery store or, or how to take care of a kid who doesn't really want to sleep all the way through the night. Or how am I going to handle, you know, eating situations at home. I mean, yeah, sure, I got a little bit of background on that, but I, I don't have any life experience for it. And so for me, it was a completely big learning curve just as much as it was for my wife. So the first step for me was the first recognize my lack of knowledge. And that's not always easy to admit as a physician and as a father um, that we don't know everything. But when you accept that, and you know that it's okay to not know everything, it really opens up your mind for growth and it opens up your desire to want to learn more. So the first thing that I want you to do if you're listening to this is to take a second. If you want to pause this, you can pause it. But I want you to think about what was the last time you felt like you were doing something wrong? Was it something with being a parent? Was it something with being a husband, something at work? Um, did you make a wrong turn down a one-way street? Whatever it is. I want you to think about it, and I want you to recognize how it made you feel. Did it make you feel really down? Did it really affect your the way you were feeling for the day? And, and maybe it's affected how you were feeling now compared to when you when it first happened. 
Or did it happen and you just said, oh, okay, I did that and now I'm going to move on and, and maybe I learned something from it. And I think when we recognize how we respond internally to failure, it can really help us with all, all the other aspects of our life. If you can think back to that time, that last time that you failed at something and it made you feel really, really cruddy, really crappy. And you're just like, uh, man, that's terrible. I, I don't want to deal with that again, or I don't want to do that again, or I'm just going to totally avoid that situation. Really what you're doing in that situation is you are teaching yourself to avoid failure. And you're teaching yourself that, well, if I fail, then I'm, I'm worthless or I screwed up. And it's, it's, it's what, what's the point of trying here? I'm just going to not try next time. I'll just, you know, maybe the next time my kids are having a hard time, I'll just pawn that off on my wife and she can deal with it, which I'm sure many moms out there will agree that they don't want that happening all the time. But if you can look at those failures, those moments of failure, and you can say to yourself, okay, I screwed up. I recognize it, but that's life. And now what am I going to do with that information? Am I going to do the same thing next time? Am I going to find a way to make it better? Am I going to find a way to not only make myself better, but make the other person in that situation better? Then then that's when you're truly growing. And that's when you're truly embracing that imperfection. Um, and you're going to hear me say that a lot through all these podcasts is, is talking about embracing that imperfection. Um, and Because I, I don't think we talk about it enough. I don't think we talk about being okay with those imperfections. You know, in school, we're, we're trained to pass all these tests and don't get any problems wrong or questions wrong. And, you know, if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to raise my hand because I don't want to come off as being, you know, ignorant of a situation. And, and it keeps us from taking chances in life. But it also really keeps us from growing as a person. So, so yeah, step one, recognize when you are failing at something, how does it make you feel? How do you feel internally? And what does that then do to you for really that situation or really for the rest of the day? If you feel like you are one a person who you know will fail at something and you get really down about it, ask yourself why. Ask yourself, what is it about this situation that makes me feel this way? Is it myself? Am I telling myself that, um, well, I screwed up, so I'm, I'm worthless as a parent, or I'm worthless as a husband, or I'm worthless as a, you know, a, a physician? You know, we, we, physicians, we're really hard on ourselves. If we misdiagnose a patient, or even if, you know, when I'm sure if you as a parent have been to your physician, you've been asked to fill out surveys on your doctor. And if, if you're not getting that 10 out of 10, even if it's like an 8 out of 10, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, gosh, what did I do wrong? Why didn't they they like me? And it's really easy to beat yourself up um, in those situations. And as parents, we do it too. So I want you to recognize, you know, if if you have that negative feeling when something happens, ask yourself why. What is the thought you had? that made you feel that way? Because I don't think we always recognize that these thoughts that we have really affect everything else about life. Um, when you have that negative thought about a situation, it makes you feel down. It makes you feel upset. And because you feel that way, the typical result is that we either avoid those situations or we get really frustrated and it ruins you know, the next hour or even the rest of the day. And so uh, recognize that. Now, if, if you are one of those people, like I said, that, that feels that way, I want you to decide what, how it is you want to feel. How do you want to feel when you fail? So let's, let's just use the example. Um, 
okay, my kids were fighting last night and I yelled at them to stop and I got really frustrated and I don't know why they keep fighting because I keep telling them not to. And so now I'm just really angry at the situation. So now it's making me not be happy. It screwed up bedtime routine because I was just grumpy and pouty basically. And (laughs) as a dad, I can be grumpy and pouty sometimes. Um, And it totally ruined the rest of my night. So let's say that was the situation. And that's obviously not how we want to live life. You know, life's too short to, to live in frustration all the time. So let's let's take that situation of my kids fighting, because as having two boys, they do that a lot. And, and let's try to reverse the role. How do I want to feel? So I want to feel fine with it. No, not fine that they're fighting, but fine with the fact that, hey, this is life. They're kids, they're boys, they're going to do this. Um, and I want my the rest of my evening to go well. So how am I going to do that? Well, I got to decide how I want to feel about the situation. Well, I'm not going to feel happy, obviously, that they're fighting again for the millionth time, no matter how many times me and their mom tell them to stop. But I, I want to feel content, basically, let's say, that I understand. Their kids, they're still learning. They're still trying to figure this out. And so, okay, I understand that's the feeling I want because that feeling's not going to make me have a negative night. It's maybe going to help me teach them something better that night. Or maybe it's going to help move them on to a different situation so that they're not fighting anymore. So if that's the feeling I want, now i got to figure out what thought. What what thought's going to make me feel that way? And so the thought is it's going to be that understanding. It's going to be like, okay, yep, they're fighting again. They're kids. So now we got to move on with life. And... You know, you can take, you can do that for any kind of situation. Maybe it's when you're, when your kid's not wanting to eat something at dinner. Maybe it's when your kid's throwing a fit in the store. Maybe it's when your kid doesn't want to put their shoes on. Whatever that situation is, um, the, as a parent, there's a lot of those that will either frustrate us or help us teach our kids to do better the next time. And so, you have to decide how you want to handle those situations. And and I can't tell you how to do that. Nobody can tell you to do that. You have to decide personally how you want to handle those situations. And even if you plan this out, you set up a roadmap and, and you decide this is what I'm going to do. Like, so for me with my kids fighting, I am going to be content with the idea that they're kids and they're going to fight them. And I understand that I'm never going to have a problem with it. Well, that's not always going to happen. I'm going to slip up. I'm going to screw up. I will, you know, if my day's been long and I let other things affect me throughout the day, I will probably be a little more short-tempered some days. And maybe instead of my thought process going to that contentment, I will just get to the thought process of, oh my gosh, my day's been so long and I just don't want to deal this right now. And of course that's going to affect how I feel, but we're human and that happens and that's okay. And when that happens, you recognize it happens, and then you move on with life. Don't beat yourself up on it. Don't tell yourself you screwed up again as a parent and you're a terrible parent. Just say, okay, that was a hiccup. I'm going to move forward. I've learned from it, and, and hopefully next time I do better with it. And so I think that's that's something we need to give ourselves as parents um, leeway on. We need to be okay with making those mistakes, but we also need to learn from those mistakes and, and help ourselves grow. The other thing with that and I've and I've done this several times if you ask my kids they probably think I'm really good at apologizing <laughs> because when I screw up and if I yell at my kids I will apologize later it might be right then it might be a few minutes later when the situation's calmed down but I will look at them and I will say hey dad shouldn't have yelled like that I'm sorry dad never should have done that we don't yell at our you know we yelling doesn't fix things you know or or whatever that situation is and I think when we do that our kids are able to recognize that failing is okay and we can learn from it. And, you know, 
me as a child, I'm not perfect. And hey, look, daddy's not perfect either. And so I don't have to uh, assume that um, when myself as a child is growing up that that I am a failure. You know, I have a four and a seven year old right now, and their brains are still in those really strong growth um, time periods in terms of that sense of identity and sense of self and how do I handle stressful situations. And so I, I hope that when I do that, it helps them understand how to handle those situations later in life. Now, I'm sure for some of you out there listening, you may have kids in the junior high age or they may be in high school. And if that's the case, a lot of that self-identity has has formed already, but that doesn't mean that they can't continue to learn and continue to change. And so it's, it's never too late to admit to our kids that when we screw up, it's it's okay. I mean, I shouldn't have done it, but hey, I screwed up and I'm not going to try and I'm going to do my best not to do it again. And I, I think teaching our kids that it's okay not to be perfect all the time and it's okay to have failures in life. It's really freeing for them. And I think it's freeing for ourselves too. So I, I want you to practice that. I want you to practice that thought process of, okay, when was the last time I failed? How did I think? What And how did it affect my day? And if it was in a negative way, I want you to try to come up with just a way to um, think about it differently. And so then the next time that situation comes up, do it. Think that way instead, even if you're resisting it, even if your brain is saying, no, you need to go down that frustrated pathway again. You got to you got to try to practice, you know, everything in life is is a routine and our brains are used to these routines of going down these, these negative thoughts about our failures as a parent or negative thoughts about when our kids are doing what we don't want them to do. And we have to retrain ourselves not to do that. So I want you to practice it. And if it's, you know, a certain situation that always frustrates you during the day and you're like, gosh, I really want to work on that. Write it down, write it down on a piece of paper, write it down what that thought is. And, you know, carry it in your wallet, take it with you, put it in your phone. You can make it the background on your phone. I don't know, whatever works for you and and practice it. Even when it's not happening, think about it. Because when you start teaching your brain to think one way and you practice it, it's going to, to more often than not go that direction. And so if we're always getting frustrated when our kids are fighting, then we're always going to get frustrated that way. That's just, just our brain is used to taking that path. But if you practice and you teach your brain to have more positive or neutral thoughts on situations and you do that more often than you go down the negative pathway, your brain's going to prefer to go that way. And then when you decide to do that and you do it and you recognize that the situation's much better. So for me, when my kids fight and then I take it a more calm approach and we talk about how we don't fight and we don't do this. And then the bedtime routine's a lot more fun and a lot more happy and we're playing and we're giggling and we're laughing and all that stuff. I tell myself, hey, look, this worked so much better. And when I do that, it gives my brain that dopamine response. It tells my brain, hey, this is a positive thing. I want to do this again. And just like every routine and, and things in life, when we get that, that dopamine hit in the brain, we want to do it again. And so... If you can continue to get those positive situations happening and those positive feelings happening and you recognize them, so you say to yourself, hey, look, I did this, this is what happened, and it was a good thing, recognize and embrace that positivity. You know, if you want to talk it out with your spouse or, or someone else and say, hey, I handled this situation this way and it was so much better, just even voicing it out loud, it helps your brain recognize like, whoa, that was great. I want that to happen again. I want it to be that way. And then it's just so much easier to do it that way. So I want you to try that. 
if you try it and it doesn't work the first several times, that is okay. Again, don't beat yourself up. We're not perfect. We were not created to be perfect. If we were, life would be kind of pointless. You know, if we weren't always learning about something, what, what would be the point? you know, in all of this, you know, we'd be sitting around if we knew everything, if we were great at every situation, um, life would be kind of boring. And so I don't think we were put on this earth to be perfect and to know the answer to everything and to always act the exact way we're supposed to be and to be okay with it. I think that we were put here to learn. I think we were put here to teach each other how to be better. And I think we were put here to fail and to learn from those failures and as a collective group be able to become better from it. And so again I want you to embrace your imperfections. I want you to, you know, take that one situation. Don't don't overdo it. Start with one. Any situation, whatever you think it is. And it doesn't have to be parenthood. It can be again, it can be something with your with your spouse, it can be something with maybe your parents. Maybe you and your parents don't get along as well. And you want to try to fix that. Maybe it's with a friend at work or somebody who used to be a friend, but now you guys are kind of at odds with each other. Maybe it's a, a total work situation with your boss or with an you know employee in terms of something that really stresses you out at work. Whatever it is, practice this. Because once you can start getting really good at doing it for one situation, you can use it for a whole lot more. Um, and it really makes being a dad and being a parent, being a father, it's just, it just really helps that a lot. So let me know. Let me know how this goes for you. Let me, I want, I want you to, you know, send me a comment, um, you know, or send me an email. If you aren't familiar with where I am at, I do have a blog. It's at www.imperfectdadmd.com. And um, there's a way to contact me on there. So if, if you want to send a message that way, you can do it that way. But really, you know, let me know. Let me know how this goes. And, and if, if there's things you want me to talk about, things you want me to address, I, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on this, um, where you're struggling as a father. Because, you know, I want us all to be there to help each other and to recognize that none of us are perfect and, and that we can help each other be a little, maybe less imperfect, but we're always going to be imperfect. And that's that's totally fine. And it, that's okay. If you haven't checked it out, that we do have a private Facebook group. It's Imperfect at MD Facebook group. If you look it up, there'll just be a, a form that you fill out basically just saying that you're a dad and that you're interested in talking. And I'm hoping that can be a um, a resource for other dads too if they want to be able to go there and chat and stuff. You know, I know dads aren't always big into Facebook or other social media sometimes. And so if, if you get on there and it doesn't look like many people are talking, that's that's okay because, you know, we, we all – communicate in different ways. And so, um, but if you want to get on there, you got to ask questions. I, I, we got a lot of good people on there that are, that are great at answering questions in different, again, different areas and wakes of life in terms of being a dad. And so, um, I think everybody's got great advice on there. So the other thing I would ask you guys to do that, if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts or whatever medium you use for listening to podcasts, um, leave a review, you know, every time if I get high reviews, five-star reviews, those kind of things, it, it puts this podcast higher up on the list for other dads to find and, and hopefully help them. And really my goal here is to um, is to help as many dads as I can. Um, I, again, it's I, I recognize that the way I do things is not going to be perfect for everybody. But I think if we can get that message out there and we can talk to more and more people, um, it, it can really benefit a lot of us. So I, if again, if you want to leave a review, leave a review. Uh, those five-star reviews gets it up higher. If you have any comments on ways that you think I can make this better, send me send me a message, like I said earlier, because I want to grow. I want to grow with you guys. Um, so let me know. I, I want to make this um, a, a medium for all of you to be able to use and to be able to, to gain knowledge from and, and maybe some confidence and things like that, too. 
if this message is something that you enjoy and you want to hear more of it, make sure you subscribe to, to the podcast. That'll make sure to notify you if uh, the next time uh, a podcast comes out. So otherwise, uh, great talking with you guys. And I can't wait to see you next time. And as mentioned before, just remember, embrace the imperfect. Embrace the imperfection part of life, parenthood, all that stuff. And uh, we'll get through this all together. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.